0: Point Hammer is intended for an immature audience. So if you're easily offended, you best get to
1: step in. But if you'd like to stay,
0: let's let's get get hammered. hammered. What up, (laughs) Muggs? This is episode 63, (laughs) Point Hammered. The Bastard here. Rog here. What's up, grass holes? (laughs) The Bear.
2: Oh, my God! Bar's back. And Legend. If you didn't hear that chuckle at the start. Ooh, Ooh,
1: the sultry voice. And Legend. Ooh, the Legend. Mm. So, today... I just, quick question, how many years has it taken us to get to 63 episodes? Uh, this is just over, if you listen to our episodes, you know Last we just episode. had our three year anniversary episode. Oh, okay. Amazing. You yeah. know, it's bad enough I gotta listen to you guys in real life, you think I'm gonna do it in my leisure time? Well, I think that's why, <laughs> one of the reasons we phoned you up to get you on Skype, we just didn't to tell you about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's see, what's today is the 29th of June, 2012. We just got back from Bits last weekend, so is going
3: to be about me. the
1: Bastard Raj Bits experience.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: What's that
1: remind you of, Bear? I got to pay uh, my North Star registration fee by tomorrow to get oh, the yeah. early...
2: I uh, sent follow-up emails, text messages, and private messages, and... Twitter tweets to all the Rajpodge contestants, but I waited until June 29th as the deadline for lists for the bonus points was the 28th, just to give uh, me and everyone else an
0: advantage over these losers. <laughs> Counting you and I, I believe we got maybe seven lists on okay. time for the Podge. I've been paid out for about 16 with oh, yeah. probably four guys to go. I
2: got
1: some money here. <laughs> Good, good call, bro. <laughs> That's what I was hoping these guys Joe would do. Joe just money. waits till he owes me money and then just gives me 40 bucks less. Yeah. <laughs> All <laughs> right. We paid up now, bro. Podge draw. season, bro.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, what the fuck you been up, in, up to in the hobby, Raj? What's your fucking Fortnite and fantasy been like? (laughs) It's been pretty good. Packed away all the wood elves.
2: I decided I wasn't going to play any more pickup games with the wood elves. And I concentrate on putting a demon army on the table. Even if it's not certainly not painted, but some of the bits won't even be completely assembled. So such (laughs) as the blood letters would be the blood letter body and a head but it wouldn't have the chthonic tentacle face yet on it yeah but everything would be there and then i could start playing games and start locking in on a list because i've already went through a few different ones i decided i will be using a greater demon to start with just to save points or to save time for painting models which one you're rocking do you know I'm thinking Big Papa. Nice. Great unclean one. <laughs> With the current, people have been using the word meta a lot in the last two weeks. So well, the current
0: meta. been going on for a long time. Yeah. But.
2: Probably since I got my Twitter account, I've heard that word about 7,000% <laughs> more often <laughs> than in normal day-to-day life. So Papa's nice. He's got the D6 Moon Sword you can give him. He's got 10 wounds, so you're not going to lose him, hopefully, on the first turn. <laughs> Which is one of my priorities for any model.
1: <laughs> that costs is not that many not, points.
2: <laughs> well, they all call, They each cost 450 plus upgrades. Yeah. And if you're going Zinch, then you still have to upgrade to magic levels. I mm-hmm. um, Master of Sorcery. Does he start at a
0: number, level 1? He's a two? level
2: 2. Oh, okay. So if you take just Zinch... Then you have to upgrade him to a level four. I'll see seventy points to, then. Yeah, it's like eighty or something. Oh wow! <laughs> All of those greater demons are just an unreal amount of points. Yeah. How's the corn holder work? Did you look into that one? The bloodthirster. Yeah. No, he's good. Yeah. I'm gonna. I got the model from that I wanted from the bear, and actually, I've been looking around for a greater demon model forever, and I couldn't really find one that I liked that could fit the theme. That's kind of a fit fit demon, not do like a weird. Because mm-hmm. if I get a keeper, it's obviously a keeper. I wanted one I could switch around. So Bear gave me a Ultra Forge Demon model. Mm-hmm. The war the demon. War Demon, that yeah. the smaller one. And if I had just seen it online, I probably wouldn't have bought it because <laughs> he has a weird pose, like he's hunched down and he's looking over to his side. His head is. He tiny. has a tiny head. <laughs> he's got a shit weapon. But when the bear gave me, I was looking at the torso and uh, the legs, and they're nice and reptilian, kind of bloodletter esque Yeah. And with a little work, uh, you can make a really awesome greater demon out of that. So it'll be pretty big. It has two wings that you could remove, or you can glue them on, or you could put these like little spikes. So I'm going to try and uh, like magnetize it Mm, so I can switch between a... Because I could use them as a great unclean one or a keeper or a... If I had the wings, then I could use them as a... Thirster? A Lord of Change or a Thirster. Because yeah. I want to do the same thing with the weapons, too. So I could go wings and a staff, and like, Whoa, it's, oh. <laughs> <it's the> Lord <laughs> it's of Change. Magical, bro. I
4: don't know if he's got an axe and a web. He's like, Oh, it's a bloodthirster. <laughs> so you're going to turn that little head into a, an octopus? Well, I was looking at it. I
2: wasn't going to use it at first, but then I was thinking how cool it would be to see a gigantic squid cthulhu head with two giant pairs of tusks Mm. (laughs) and the model's got these big horns so his old head will probably form the chin (laughs) for (laughs) (laughs) this larger
1: more awesome head
2: (laughs) nice bulbous
1: pulsating noggin Noggin. much like your own
2: yeah so Mm. (laughs) i'm working on that and i'm working on a paint scheme because i want to start painting models before everything is even assembled so I want to have some blood letters painted before I'm even done assembling or sculpting the rest of the blood letter heads, because I think that's the way to get going on an army is to start painting as soon as possible. So I'm experimenting with different primers mm. and trying to figure out what I want to work. I'm using all the new GW
1: paints, mm. and uh, I like them. The wash washes seem fine. Yeah, now that way too, if you start painting them before you, you know, if you notice something with the painting that you want to change. Yeah, just kind of change things around a little bit, but mm-hmm. finish assembling, and put those crappier models that you don't like in the back. You yeah. know, <laughs> the one thing
2: I don't like about the new paints is I went down to the shop and I bought three of them, and it was eleven seventy
0: three. <laughs> 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 three little bottles of paints. Yeah. So if you uh, buy enough of them, he'll cut you a decent discount. But yeah. you don't have to be spending a couple hundred <laughs> pounds. <laughs> I'm gonna be sticking with my scorch brown, my <laughs> chaos black, my skull
2: white for quite as long as possible probably I got a ton of Vallejos so yeah probably well, for, for the next army I won't be freaking
1: out and thinking that I need new paints immediately <laughs> yeah for real basic colors especially basing and stuff I mean to just use like craft paints and stuff it's only like the when you get to the actual models and it's, you know like mm-hmm. really fork for out the money scheme, for so. something
2: yeah I like the, the new range the kind of the gradients between some of the colors they work nice without having to mix stuff. So
0: Yeah, I can't wait to get into that. But I can't bring myself to buy them while I have literally a big box of paints that I've won over the years. So, mm-hmm. see how that goes. But that is what I've been working on. Okay. No games or anything besides Blood in the Sun. All right, I'll go then. So, what have I been working on? Yes, pray tell. Enlighten us. You've been following the Magnificent Bastards blog. You'll see I've been working on the Bull Ogre Slaughter Master. He's coming along nicely. He's a big fat son of a bitch. <laughs> and that's how I love him. <laughs> uh, fuck, I've been sculpting fur on him pretty much all week. And it's one of the most mind-numbingly boring things ever. You just sit there and stab the green stuff over and over to make like that so kinky flat fur. Mino style fur. Yes. So what I've been thinking... To save time, if you want to sculpt that kind of fur, go on eBay and buy a couple tattoo needles. So I'm going to do this, and I think it'll work great because what you get is like a six or an eight bundle of needles. And then if I use that to sculpt the fucking fur, it'll just save me that much time because there's that many less pokes I got to do. But I just got to get on eBay and buy some fucking tattoo needles.
2: Literally increasing your efficiency by 800%.
0: Indeed. This is what you predict. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. What, what could go wrong, bro? Why don't you
2: tape like eight paintbrushes together? <laughs> <I'm just laughs> if I could go to town on a model, you'd probably
1: <laughs> say it works as the much same. time. <laughs> you can rig up a, a rig that holds them all apart and then have eight you know, the eight models all rigged up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I am so smart. <laughs> that this is gonna kick ass. <laughs>
0: that implies you're sculpting or you're painting the same sculpt, which that would be fucking unheard of. I Anyways, think bear,
2: I think we're getting pretty close with the technology for Bear's idea, <laughs> with the computer
1: monitoring your hand and doing the same motions. Perhaps, yeah. it'll. Once once Johnny's emotions uh, are all recorded by the computer, he will be rendered obsolete. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <Yeah>. God. And <laughs> he can start analyzing his
2: painting and look for weaknesses in his technique. I can <laughs> improve <proof>. the software until <laughs> <laughs> wow. it fucking takes over the world. Of course, at that level, you'll be able to just pop your models in a printer, <laughs> and bang them out in 30 seconds. <laughs> Skynet painting company. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> all right, Anyways, so i also been painting the Orctonium BSB. Been painting the freehand on the Iron Gut Standard Bear. And I've also been working on the fourth Reichland Ogre. He's almost done. Today at lunch, I built his sweet custom sword. Turned out really cool. Uh, that's about it. Painting a couple other random small things, but that's just to keep my mind working on it when I don't feel like painting freehand on a banner. Yeah, that's about it. I've also been working on Ogre Lists. I probably spent about four hours this week trying to come up with the ultimate in Ogre Lists. Which will not be the ultimate, because what I'm trying to do is avoid playing the ultimate (laughs) Ogre list. (laughs) But should be a lot funner than the Ogre list is to play. So we'll see how that goes. Other than that, I got one slight apology to make. Last cast, I got... Captain Woodrow's name wrong. I referred to him as Conway Woody. <laughs> was the wrong fucking person. So, sorry, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> he is the Twitter guy. He's from Arkansas that I met out at Bug Eater. So, been listening to any other cast, or Any fucking shows or audiobooks? I've been listening to Snow Crash on audiobook. Really.
2: Which is be like a classic, I guess, sci-fi book. From yeah, the you 90s. talked about this
4: one last time, or perhaps <laughs> or, no, call I talked to you on the way out. Tra- is yeah. the main guy's name protagonist? Yeah, his name's hero,
2: <laughs> like Asian H-I-R-O, R-O, protagonist. <laughs> <laughs> How's that? It's pretty good. Yeah, you could see why if you go to Amazon, and you're just looking for. People who read this book like this book, Snow Crash kept coming up over and over. So I finally checked it out, started listening to it, like the first maybe quarter of a third is like super awesome. You're like, Oh yeah, this is cool. (laughs) I can see why everybody likes this. But then like he kinda bogs down with these really kind of stupid philosophical, religious kind of (laughs) things about I don't know. He's piecing together this archaeological mystery about, like, a human virus that's passed on through language. And he has to spend a long time explaining it. And even then, it's not really that interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but the the background and the technology and stuff is super cool. Now, do you disagree, Legend? Have you read that one?
4: Well, I, I've had it for quite a few years, but never actually cracked it open as soon as I saw the, the main character's name
2: I'm like he oh, <laughs> returned well, it's super this like tongue in cheek to start with because the guy is a pizza delivery driver for a mafia controlled pizza franchise <laughs> and he literally has like 30 minutes or less to get to each delivery or else like he'll never be seen again <laughs> so he has like this fucking souped up car with like these like NASCAR racing tires on it that are all Kind of soft rubber so you can get maximum traction on the road. Yeah.
0: till it fucking rains and then he's totally hosed. (laughs) Yeah. So
2: he's got to get across, like, Los Angeles. And at this point in time, like, the entire world is, like, strip malls and suburbs and you can drive from Los Angeles to New York York without ever leaving a parking lot. (laughs) (laughs) So he's, like, cruising through all these suburban neighborhoods and each... Each suburb is, like, its own nation. They have, like, their own security and their own laws. Their own police. Yeah, so you have to have, like... He has, like, nationality in all these different countries, so he can speed through, and (laughs) he ends up, like, to start with, there's, like, a fuck-up, and the pizza shop is on fire, because the pizzas come in little boxes with little tickers on them, and that's how you know... You got thirty minutes or less, and they give him a pizza that's been sitting in the shop for twenty minutes. So, like, he's got to pull out all stops <laughs> to try and get there, or else the fucking mafia are gonna put a hit on him.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: this it's is pretty weird. awesome. Really, this sounds like just kind of a weird story. <laughs> like, wow Okay, <laughs> that's just the first chapter. <laughs> <laughs> all right, anything else? That about it? No,
2: I just listen to a ton of podcasts. Like yeah, that's a smartphone at work.
0: Okay. I have been, I'm still reading The Wise Man's Fear. I'm about three yes. quarters of the way through that. Yes. Just finally hunting the bandits. Oh, yeah. That's about it. He hasn't got laid yet, which Raj promises is going to happen I eventually. I swear to
2: you, <laughs> sir, you are six inches away <laughs> from him banging people.
0: Nice. Left and right. We well, did get hit on pretty heavily by the barmaid the tavern. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. But he doesn't have oh. any game, so he just turned red and clammed up on her. Yeah, <laughs> so, dog. A little fucking performance anxiety, and his cock crawled up his own ass. <laughs> Other than that, I've been listening to Book 9 of Dresden on the audiobook since I finished all the Kiyosaki stuff I had monday excellent i meet with a financier to start my real estate empire (laughs) i'll let you guys know how that goes nice i think i spoke enough about that at bits so (laughs) but uh yeah dresden book super good once again this one's what's he doing in this one This one... Fighting mummies? What? There's these fucking weird creatures from the Never Never that feed on... One of them feeds on fear. He's casting up all these weird super creatures at this horror convention to fucking kill people. So they have all these old horror flicks. So -hmm. these creatures manifest as like, the fucking bad guy in the horror flick. So one of them very much resembles Jason Voorhees from Friday the
4: 13th. Cool. And a couple others that... Freddy Krueger. No, nah, there's no Krueger. Sounds like an episode right. of the Supernatural. Leprechaun? Same thing happened.
2: <laughs> Are there any leprechauns?
4: No. No fucking leprechauns. Are there
2: any leprechauns in space? Or in the no, hood? No. no. Space <laughs> <leprechauns>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, old Harry's got to fucking figure out what's going on and put a stop to it while trying to keep people from dying. <laughs> uh, Rid- but it's pretty Ridiculous. good. Ridiculous. Yeah. You know, that fucking gay. Mm-hmm. All right. Should we just fucking dive <laughs> right
2: in to fucking blood in your. Stooly Stun.
0: your son. Well, let's talk about Rajpodge briefly. Can we do that? Yes, we can. Because there's still some space. And They're it's in a month from some rooms today, this weekend. which is the 29th.
2: We're looking at 18 folks coming to the Podge party. Yeah. So we need two more to show up or two of you guys to drop. <laughs> so we have even teams. <laughs>
0: So there you go.
2: Rajpodge. Yeah, it should be fun. I think that's more people than last year. Is it? It totally doesn't matter yeah. how many people show up. As long me. as cool people show up. As long as, like, two cool people show up, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, I'm showing up, so that's one. <laughs> 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 Can you guys right. find one more? <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Moving on. Let's fucking get on the bits then, right? All right. Blood in the sun, voodoo! Summer yeah. voodoo, of voodoo. So you and me rock down together. Yeah. I don't think I farted once in the car, which was really odd. That's amazing. You You didn't have an audience.
4: A, you didn't a, have anyone to impress. a strange weekend because, you know, I was sleeping when, sleeping next to the bear and didn't snore a single night. <laughs> wow. Well, nice. It must be something about you two being put together.
2: Yeah. <laughs> noise stress. has to come out of both ends. Stress can cause
0: snoring.
1: Black, black yeah. is white. White is black. <laughs> Up is down. <laughs> it's
0: <Yeah>. crazy. <laughs> so we fucking drove down Friday night. Yeah. it out early about five o'clock. I brought a couple of road wines. Yeah. <laughs> right, a couple tiny little... Try to pay me back for previous Single-serving wines, yeah. yeah. A couple of road wines. First time I've seen the road wine. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Didn't seem to work too well because you didn't really seem drunk at all. No, I kept them until about a half hour out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I could get fucking fresh when I showed up. See, we got down Friday night. I do I Started popping beers. <laughs> yeah, it was about 10, the time we got in there. Yeah.
2: So, about that point, I think the cutoff point for me to get a game in was going to be nine.
0: Yeah. So, you didn't get a game in? <laughs> no, I didn't. So, we pretty much ended up drinking Friday night.
2: Yeah, hanging out with the Club Auto Break boys, Rick and Kurt, Kurt and Rocky. And yeah. And also, Mr. Ryan Nickel yeah. And Jordal from the Twisted Troop. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, Kent Rector could not be there. He's getting his engineer certification or something where he had to be on call. He's earning his
0: Oshkosh gosh overalls. Yeah. <laughs> and his conductor cap.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was pretty, pretty sloshy night, pretty good. Yeah, we went to about 3 in the morning on Friday. Uh, I would say 3.30. Was it? But was both it, the think? auto breakers and the Twisted Troop were drunken out of
0: beer and alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I got pretty lit up. Yeah. That's a good time. I was pretty well drunk. I did I take lie. a ton of video from the weekend, so there will eventually be a video. Oh, excellent. Yes. Excellent, excellent. Let's we'll talk about Thanks. later activities. <laughs> it okay. only got mildly out of hand. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, oh, just warming up. Let's fucking move on, man. Let's fucking get the day one. So we got up the next day. We had to get up around eight. wasn't too bad. I wasn't really feeling too bad. I, I did have a hangover in the morning, so I pounded a PAPS first thing mm-hmm. as I was getting my shit together. And I felt fucking fine all day after that. A little bit sleepy, but not so bad. I felt pretty all right. I felt pretty shit throughout the day. Uh,
2: I felt okay, and then I just got worse throughout the day. Uh, What are those? Not me. Thank God.
0: Until Mm -hmm. I started smoking, that always makes you feel a little hungover, man. That's the fucking solution right there. (laughs) Smoking cigs. (laughs) Makes me happier, bro. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. We should uh, take a break, and then we'll get back to this fucking horse shit. gonna talk about our lists then yeah don't think it's necessary you're not gonna talk about your list no they you, already know you had wood elves. i had wood elves. i had changed my a bit so wow. not a lot but a bits <laughs> nice one think what i changed <laughs> 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 i took a few less ungor that's about it but i worked in a solo razor gore and i worked in five ungor raiders seemed mm-hmm. like a good idea at the time Solo razor Gore is an awesome fucking choice, by the way. Yeah. As long as you keep him by the general. Oh, five wow. Ungor, meh. You can take him or leave him.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, the difference is Razorgore's got more move, and it
0: may might be able to kill something. Yeah. Strength five, strength six on the charge. It actually does something, whereas the Ungor sit there, and if the fucking... Solo Bray Shamans need a place to sit then they sit with them Mm -hmm. but that's not such a good idea as soon as one of them dies (laughs) but it is it is great to have that shooting in the list (laughs) (laughs) because they do get five short bows for that (laughs) nice Which I don't think I killed or even hit anything. Sixteen inches is pretty damn close. Oh, it's sixteen. I think I was playing it at eighteen.
2: I might have been cheating. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it is sixteen. I don't know. You have to look in the
0: book. Slings are eighteen. I think shortbows are sixteen. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I didn't hit anything all games, (laughs) all (laughs) tournaments, and I definitely didn't kill anything. Mm -hmm. So, sad state of affairs. But I did have something to do in the shooting phase. So anyway. Moving on, then. Moving Round on. one. Scenario, a call to arms. This is a fucking, I believe this was the standard scenario. Pretty standard. So, they use the sliding scale, the 020. Yeah. What are the increments? The increments are 200-point increments So from 0 to 2,000 difference for the 20-0. 2,000 for a 20-0. Yeah. Okay. Actually two thousand and one. Oh wow. Ooh. So Okay. Meh. I don't know. Shall I like go it, first?
2: Bro. Shall I go first, sir? Yeah. Rocket bro. First game was against Glenn Harris. He was playing a demon army. He had a big unit of horrors with a Herald. He had a big unit of Demonettes with a Herald. Yeah. He had a unit of Ten Seekers, which are the demonettes on the... Whatever, their Steeze of Slanesh, Plus a Herald, which is a little unusual. A... Whatever the big motherfucker. Greater Demon of Slanesh, <laughs> Keeper of Secrets. Ah. And then two units of Six Flamers, rounding it out. Okay. So he... He thought he was sitting pretty good. (laughs) And he he apologized because he thought he had the
0: bane of my army, which would be the (laughs) Flamers. Now, when he was apologizing for the fact that he was going to wipe you off the table, (laughs) were you feeling confident or sad? (laughs) I was feeling pretty confident. (laughs) Okay.
2: Um, So, to start out with, the, the Flamers, pretty much one of my... I had the eagle rider with the two-up Ward versus Flaming. So... Against demon players in a closed list. I can put them up there. They'll always shoot at him once. First time, yeah. And then say, oh, oh, he's got a two up. But then my eagle's right there. He charges in, and then he grinds out the combat with them. So the eagle rider killed one. He had some flamers on the other flank, which ended up just kind of shooting at dryads in a wood, not really doing that much. Yeah. They took a shot at some tree can towards the end of the game. But they ended up getting in a building, and he didn't really take them out of the building for the rest of the game. Okay. Uh, In the middle, he moved up, vanguarded the steeds just straight ahead, and then he got the first turn, so he moved up the steeds, and... I, I thought that he might have siren song, which you have to charge him, yeah, so I wasn't worried about tree Men charging him treekin. the only thing I didn't want to charge him were the wild riders, <laughs> so I used my vanguard move to kind of move them backwards, kind of behind my dryads and Kin. okay, well, he moved the demon ads just on this the seekers just followed him into the gap, <laughs> so I'm like, uh well oh. the wild riders might have to charge him, but at least the tree man might will it have a flank on them um. But he moves up the, see- uh, the the big girl, the Keeper of Secrets, into the charge range of the Tree Man. So I'm like, row, row. Um, and then he moves up the, the demonettes and the whores. First turn, the uses double siren song. So the Wild Riders got go to go into the Seekers. And then the Tree Man's got to go in against the, the big girl, the Keeper of Secrets. Yeah. Uh, the Wild Riders end up getting schmucked. But I put a wound on the herald, and then I kind of set up like a wave, wave after wave of dryads, and he could, there's strength three, but as soon as the herald goes down, they don't go first, and the dryads will grind them down. So that's what's happened. Like the Wild Riders got killed, uh, but then he overran some dryads in a wood, and he had to kill every single one of them but by then I killed a herald and then like a fresh unit of dryads went in and just killed the rest of the, the seekers <laughs> yeah against the the big girl tree man it's not a great matchup she's got six attacks hitting on threes re-rolling misses for asf wounded on fours first turn as soul hunger so re-rolling wounds with a minus four for armor magical I don't, attacks magical so I don't get any saves <laughs> Pretty shit. Thankfully, he didn't kill her in one go. Um, did four wounds, and I did two wounds back, which was pretty good. Um, so next turn, I put the tree kin into the demonettes, and I played a lot of games against Mike Ballard and his demonettes, and I know the demonettes can't really beat up tree kin without the help of magic. <laughs> so I got tree kin in the front, and I end up getting some tree on the flank and end up grinding down the demonettes. The keeper kills the tree man. And then um, it'll be my turn next um, after that. So I ended up shooting with 20, 20 Gladeguard shots, 22, do a couple wounds to her. I did a magic missile, got another wound on her, and then I popped the halo of Doom Arrow <laughs> to do the final. Yeah, I think I got five wounds. So somehow I added up to five wounds between all that yeah. and dropped her. <laughs> and so that after that... He couldn't get into the Juicy Center, and then after killing the, the Demonettes, the tree can went on to beat the piss out of the hair, uh, Zinch unit. Um, and that was it. So I killed everything but the Flamers that were in the building. Nice. And just lost the Wild Riders and some Dryads. So I ended up being an 18-2. Okay. With a fair number
0: of the bonus points. All right. I played against Eric Hansen. He's rocking high elves. He had a Prince on a moon dragon. He had a Dragon Mage... So that's the Ooh. fire guy on a dragon. 15 archers, 30 <laughs> sea guard, 10 dragon princes, 10 silver helms. That's probably nine silver helms. Five fast cav, what's that, the reavers, I believe. And then a noble BSB who's on a steed. So uh, he got first turn and made a crucial mistake. <laughs> he moved all of his shit up, but on my far right flank... Uh, mm-hmm. So it was right against the board edge. So pretty much right in front of me, I had a, right in front of one of my chariots, but with its back to my far right flank uh, were the fast calf guys, and next to them was the dragon mage, and then next to them was the Billy Badass knights, and then next to them was the fucking other kind of softy knights, and then his guard and his BSB, I'm sorry, his BSB was with uh, the dragon princes, but... Seagard just stayed over in the middle of the board, and his archers were right next to them. So on my left flank, I moved up the Senegor and the Razor Gore to make a move on the archers. On my right flank, uh, I had to charge on turn one with my chariot on his reavers. Mm-hmm. So I had to go through a forest. It was a fucking gamble, but I declared it. <clears throat> and then, like I said, right next to them guys was his Dragon Mage. So I moved my Harpies up so that my Harpies were on the other side of the board edge from his Dragon Mage. Now I was just an inch away from him. And then I cast Doom and Darkness on that Dragon Mage. So when my Chariot blasted through those Reavers, the closest enemy unit of mine was, was the Harpies. So that forced the Dragon Mage to flee right off the board on turn one. So you... Popped the Reavers, the Dragon Mage was within six inches. Was within six, and and the Harpies were the closest unit. On a five. And he failed it with no BSB. And schmuckered off the board. Yeah, and then he buggered off the board. So he got pretty shifty. How many points is that Mage? That Mage is 425. (laughs) Yeah. Just curious, what kit did he give him? Gave him a Sun
2: Dragon,
0: (laughs) (laughs) a in Crystal. What does that do? Uh, plus one to Spell Die. I think that's it. Okay. Level two, he made him. That's about it. Didn't really give him much. Okay. He had planned on. I would have been curious to see how he played him. Yeah. If he stuck around, if he As put him in. Would I. Or but so those guys buggered, and then on his turn, I moved my Gore up, and then. So my Gore were facing off against the Silver Helms and the Dragon Princes, and then my Best Gore started making a run for the Sea Guard. Seaguard backed up a bit. Um, his shooty guys tried to shoot up the Syngor. Just Silverhelm didn't want to charge the on Clearly, your beast shit would just beat
2: the piss out of the elves once he got in. Right. So, so what did he do with the dragon then? What was his plan to stop you from... from
0: uh, his big take, dragon? Yeah, the big guy. I don't really know what his plan was. <laughs> he kept flying it. He ended up flying it behind me. So it was behind my lines. I just ignored it. And just kind of moved on. I'm going to kill the elves. Yeah, I I ignored it, but made it a point to not get front-charged by the knights and rear-charged by the dragon in the same turn. So I would use harpies to block it up and distract it, Mm -hmm. or I would use harpies to block up the knights. Um, So then one turn, I had two hexes off on, like, a soul blight and a miasma off on the dragon princes. And then um, they end up charging into the Ungor. In the front. And then the dragon charges Ungor in the uh, back. Wow, okay. <laughs> so you let the Ungis take that kind of treatment? Uh, well, be. I didn't really care how it went. Yeah. But I knew the Ungors would hold for a while because the BSB was there. The general was long gone, so they were two shots at a seven because my wizards were in there. But... No, actually, I take that back. My wizards bailed by then. <laughs> my, my wizards had bailed by then, uh, so they were two shots at a six. But I was like, whatever. I don't care if the Ungor fail because right behind the Ungor was Shard of the Hearthstone. So if his knights overran, they'd stop an inch away from the Hearthstone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, anyways, they grounded out for quite a while. I started casting some Augments. The Ungor ended up taking out all, but. I think it. I think they actually took out all the dragon princes before it was nice. over, and then the dragon Unger's pulling through. Yeah, they they've been pretty solid for me. So hunger took them out. They Is ended they up right? all dying to the thunder stomp, but. hmm Uh. Anyways, by then the silver helms and the gore were duking it out, but I had magical supremacy, so I was getting all my spells off. Yeah, silver helms are shit. The razor gore and the sinigor took out um all the archers. those fifteen archers, and then. They overran. The Gore were having a Mexican standoff against the Guard because he had some spell off on him. I didn't want to charge and then But by turn six, that was all he had left was the Guard. All of his other shit was dead, so I didn't even bother to charge because I didn't want to lose my general and wizard on turn four, six. So I ended up pulling, oddly, only a fucking... Oh, no, that's because the Silverhelm... I'm sorry, the Dragon Prince was fleeing. There's one fucking Dragon Prince running at the end. That's what happened. So he kept all those goddamn points... So it ended up being a 13 because mm-hmm. his dragon and his wizard were still alive, because so I couldn't get into him. A ton of points. Uh, yeah. Up in there. So okay. I won, though, a 13-7.
2: Nice.
0: All right. Raj, would you play a game two, buddy? Mr. Meal Vermeulen. Meal the f- number one Dutch author. Yes. Ever. <laughs> <I'm just making laughs> indeed. That. Indeed. There might be some other He's ones. On he mm-hmm. was running
2: an empire army. Astute listeners will note that he creamed me at last year's Merry Mayhem, <laughs> and I was pleased with the chance for revenge, and also <laughs> pleased to go up against the new empire and see how that all worked. Okay, uh, he was rocking his list. He was rocking cannon, engineer, a volley gun, steam tank, running four unit or four man. Um, Demigriffs mm-hmm. with a warrior priest in there.
0: Yeah, on a steed.
2: He had a unit of fifty-eight, I think, halberders oh. with a. He put his BSB in there and an arclector, and then also they had attachment of fifteen-ish, twenty swordsmen. Okay. You attachment of five free company. He had a hurricaneum. About 20 handgunners with a level four. He went with a life. Okay. Um, and then a unit of about 20 flagellants that he
0: ran 10 wide. Okay. So he was only rocking four of the big baddies.
2: Yeah. So he put all his infantry in the middle. One side he had the Demigryphs on and one side he had the steam tank. <laughs> so I had all my chaff down and I could decide which side I wanted to go. I ended up putting everything on the steam tank side. Yeah. Um, just because if I could double up the tree can and the griffs, but if he had the flaming banner it would just be the fucking end of the game right there. (laughs) So I chose to drag it out. (laughs) Going into it uh, ended up not being too bad. For his artillery my wild riders ended up scooting around the side and getting into the cannon and taking out the engineer and then getting into the volley gun before any of them This is probably over turns two and three. Yeah. Um, So they didn't really get a chance to do much. On the flank with the steam tank, there was a building on that side. And my idea was to kind of dance the tree man around it. And I ended up abandoning that. But the way it was set up was to get into the middle, you kind of had to scoot the tank past the building. But then also the flagellants were ten wides kind of sitting next to it. So throughout the game, between uh, eagles and such, neither of those units really did hardly anything, the tank or the, the flagellants. Like, for most of the game, the flagellants had their flank... Or uh, were in the flank of the tank because they killed an <laughs> eagle and had to overrun into it. And he had his handgunners directly behind the flagellants, so he couldn't really do a reform. I'm not sure if he had a muso, but he never really had the room to kind of reform and go back towards the center. So at some points, so like he's trying to move the flagellants to let uh, the tank through. and <laughs> So he never really got much with the tank like he killed... Between the tank and the flagellants, they took out both eagles and then a unit of dryads. So he really boxed himself up
0: on deployment.
2: Yeah, just the way that that worked out on that side. Um, But at first, I was like, fuck, because I didn't realize that the cannon on the steam tank is only 12 inches. Uh, And you can boost it with extra steam points. Yeah. So, but I had all my shit over there, so he had this double cannons right at the first turn. <laughs> uh, but the tree man ended up surviving all the way until the end of the game. Because <laughs> uh, I was using the eagle hero to kind of block the hits. And at some point, the tree kin were absorbing cannon shots for the tree man. So the tree man didn't get cannon until turn six um, with, with the steam tank. Yeah. So that's most points he got. Um, so that kind of leaves the, the middle area. Um, I wanted to get the treekin in as early as possible because he had halberders, strength four, but he has no way to boost them with any spells. So I'm like, I just got to get in there. I just got to grind him out, <laughs> like um, go to town on him. The first treekin unit went in. I've been putting, I put all of my tax I could against the BSB and the Lecter. Didn't do shit, <laughs> but I started grinding away at the halberders. He had the two plus to hit. Or uh, three plus to hit with the reroll. The first turn was pretty nasty. Yeah. But I got flushed to stone off the first turn, so he still needed sixes to wound. <laughs> yeah. uh, but the next turn he did the same thing. So like the tree kid <laughs> needed four ups to win. <laughs> um, you fucking deserve a taste of that <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> but so that unit eventually um, breaks only after a turn or two because I end up his demi then have this wide field to run across and he declares a long charge against my glade guard with my general and bsb in there and they have to scoot and i'm like okay if i get less than a 10 i'm still on the board <laughs> um otherwise they flee off the board from the demigriffs. I roll an 11 <laughs> so i have to use my re-roll thankfully it stays on the board um so I didn't have the tree kin within BSB general range that turn. They broke. But then I put the other unit of tree kin and the tree man kind of flush against each other. So next turn, he has to put the halberds into those guys. And both of those guys, eventually I kill the BSB, kill the lector, and grind down the unit over the course <laughs> of the game. Yeah, uh, His demigryphs, they failed that charge against the glayguard toward the middle. So he redirected against this glayguard unit towards the flank then that I kind of had out there. If he moved past, I would flank him. Otherwise, he could charge him and waste the turn. That was fine. So he we went into them, killed him. Didn't, he only killed six of them. So two two were left. He ended up turning around so he could try to get back towards the middle again. But he never really got the Demogrefs into the juicy center. Um, I diverted <laughs> with another unit of dryads. Um, and then my Eagle Rider ended up taking out some free company <laughs> going into the hurricaneum, taking that thing out, and then eventually getting into the handgunners yeah. <laughs> to kill his general, but not before his gen or his wizard had dwellered my Glade Guard unit with my general BSB and got both of them. Oh. So I was looking pretty good up until then. The reason I had them in there was the other Glade Guard unit was down to less than five guys. Yeah. And then I didn't really have a ward save on the BSB or the Wizard. So I didn't want to pop them out of the unit or else they could get schmucked by a cannonball from the steam tank. <laughs> That's a fucking slippery
0: spot to be in right there. Yeah. So. No good
2: option. <laughs> ended up killing at the end of the game he had Demi Grips left the steam tank the flagellants and just the handgunners by themselves were still yeah. left but I killed everything else I had wild riders like two wild riders two dryads both units at glade guard were like five strong uh, unit of tree kin uh, ended up being uh, 11 to or 11 to 9 and it was a victory for me okay so that was one fucking
0: victory hard fought Raj. hell of a game alright I played against Steve Haver He's a fellow Beastman player, but he was rocking demons at this tournament. Mm-hmm. He had Big Papa Ugly, the feckin' Sword, and the Pestilent Mucus. He had a Harold of Zinch, 40 Pink Horrors, Harold of Corn with the minus two leadership banner, and 50 Blood Letters, a fuck ton of Blood Letters, uh, one Fiend of Slaanesh, and actually two Single, solitary Fiends of Slanesh, and then six Flamers. So, um, on my left flank, I set up two chariots and a Razor Gore, and that's where he put the Flamers. He put his, um, on my right flank was the Ungor and the Senegor. They were across the table uh, from the Zinch, the big Zinch unit. And then in the center, he put his blood letters and his Papa. And then that's where I put my gore, my best of gore. I, like on the left flank, I just moved the two chariots and the razor gore up. He moved up the flamers, tried to shoot, but on my turn, because I knew he was going to be well within range, so on my turn I my asthma those fucking flamers so they were going to be hitting on sevens if he moved. <laughs> it's worked out pretty good, kept the razor gore alive. Mm-hmm. And then uh, one of the chariots ended up charging in and destroying all those cocksucking flamers. Uh but it took three wounds in the process. So that left one chariot that then slunk back to the edge of the board and just waited for the end of the game. So I don't want to give up those points. On the right side, the Ungor and the Senegor move forward. Uh, the two level one wizards just hung out with the five-man Ungor unit in the back by the Shard of the Hearthstone. So Senegor and Ungors end up charging the big Zinch block because that fucking shit is a, it counts as a level four wizard and it gets plus one to cast... And there's a Herald in there, so they're all getting four up wards. Mm-hmm. So charged all my dudes in. And how'd it go? Well, the Ungor were close enough to the Herald that they're getting minus two leader, and my general was nowhere in sight. My BSB was there, but so they weren't getting the reroll. So they were always only making either the Primal Fury or the Fear but never making them both. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Senegor, they did pretty well. Uh, eventually, I every turn, I'd put as many attacks as I could on that Herald, and I think it took yeah. me like four rounds of combat to kill them. But then once I did, it was like another two rounds of combat, and I'd ground out all those demons. Um, Just the Senegor unit by itself? No, it was the Senegor and the Ungor. Okay. So, And they, they weren't in a horde formation, so they weren't that... I think they are maybe like six or seven wide. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... The best of gore ended up getting engaged with the bloodletters. And the best of gore ended up getting completely ground out. There was a point where it was just my general and my level four, but they were stubborn. Then he ended up fucking so killing... So he didn't put any attacks on him? He was he, trying, but okay. he wasn't getting any through. But he did end up killing my general then, and then the wizard broke. So the bloodletters fucking pursued him dead. Mm-hmm. I put them about mid-table. And right next to where that was going on, the gore got blocked up and I didn't want to do it but they had to charge Big Papa so they charged in on him I got a soul blight on Big Papa for I'm minus like one strength minus a one toughness. Big Papa <laughs> I got a wild form on the gore so it's plus one strength plus one toughness and he was minus one strength minus one toughness mm. it seems like a pretty decent matchup yeah so the gore ended up doing five wounds he did none back he's only got four attacks on like yeah. weapon skill shit so he didn't do anything back and I ended up crumbling him in a turn and then they reformed and turned to face the flank of the blood letters th- that had fucking way overran
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh, so last turn I end up charging those blood letters in the flank um, charged a chariot in their front which in retrospect was a mistake because his his character moved over and skunked that fucking <sighs> day. and his last turn I wasn't able to do enough wounds to crumble him out but it did end up winning it was a fucking 13-7 <laughs> again and the whole time I was trying to snipe out his fucking BSB with the death magic could not fucking make anything happen with it. And the same thing had happened in round one against that dragon bastard. So, man, mm-hmm. you can see this whole tournament, I don't think I did anything positive with the Laura Death sniper spells. It just really fucking sucked for me. So, mm-hmm. very disappointed in that regard. But I did win. That was good. Steve's a good guy to play. It was a lot of fun. I never really have good games against demons, but this was a fucking awesome game.
2: That's exciting. That's why I started him. <laughs> it's all right, bro. <laughs> all right. Let's fucking talk about game three. Round three. I was matched up against Mr. Kevin Bruins. This was standard 12-inch
0: deployment. Yeah, the objectives were related to generals fighting each other and the voodoo character being alive. Show. Yeah. This objective was kind of
2: bullshit for all the wizard caster lords. Because you had to get in a challenge with your fucking enemy general.
0: It doesn't really say that. It just says if your general fought the enemy general in close combat. Yeah, I didn't. In so the theory, that if they and... if their units fought, you could have fudged it. Yeah, wasn't, well, it wasn't it wasn't specified. Move up like... my
2: glade guard and yeah. get, get right in there.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> so I fought Kevin Bruins. How was how was it having to play that guy? He's a real douchebag. Yeah, <laughs> just rocking some
2: fucking beast, man. Yeah. And he had a great take on the list. Cool. He was rocking a 50-man gore horde <laughs> with his... I didn't roll Dwellers. Mm. I had a choice between Dollars and Flesh to Stone. I ended up taking Flesh to Stone yeah. due to some of his other choices. For deployment, he had that 50-man gore block with his General, his BSB, and then two Bray Shamans with Lore of Death. All in that unit? All in that same unit. Was he rocking a Shard of the hurtstone? He had a Shard of the hurtstone, and next to that was a... Level one of beasts with a little detachment of un Angors okay. like a little 15- or 20-man unit. He's got a couple chariots, right? Yeah, he had a razor-gore chariot. He had a chariot-chariot. Uh, Tusk-gore chariot. <laughs> a unit of harpies, maybe, t- and then a unit of raiders. He had a razor-gore. He had uh, a gorgon. Real chaffin. Oh, gorgon. Yeah. Nice. I want to hear about this. He had a second unit of raiders, and then he had a fucking flying doom <laughs> 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 Fucking doomies back. Mm-hmm. So I took flesh to stone because... I knew the Gorgon and the Doombull would both get in, and yeah. I knew I could probably divert that big block, but against the single the single monsters, it's hard to stop them from getting in. So, if the Tree Can were going to fight them. I wanted to have Flesh to Stone yeah. just to give me the edge on that. Um, so, the way it worked, we had a total chaff off, <laughs> and he actually he got to see where I got where I put the glade guard. Yeah. So he knew which corner I was going in, and <laughs> he hadn't put down the big block yet, but he chose to put it in the kind of middle-ish still. So that allowed me... I just put my two characters in the corner, like outside of units by themselves, just out of snipe range. But it turned out not to be that big of an issue because he used all his dice for a purple sun to (laughs) schmuck the tree man on the first turn. Yeah. (laughs) So that turned out to be a pretty good strategy on his part. (laughs) Gorgon got tied in with some tree kin early on. And then the eventually ground him down mm. um they got him huh but he was casting wild forms on him to make him tough seven <laughs> yeah. so i needed sixes i ended up killing him with actually a shield of thorns <laughs> which is a 2d6 strength three hits mm. for anyone touching <laughs> <laughs> so i ended up doing two wounds and dropped them but they also got the doom bull in the flank yeah and it was cool to see that guy so I won't say what the other 50 points are, but he's got an awesome kit on that guy. And the way he works is he goes around killing chaff... And each time, each crazy. round of combat, he gets an extra attack. So when he's going around killing all these little weedy units, like he's powering himself up f- <laughs> for like the fucking real fight. <laughs> and, like turns five and six,
0: when he's going to come flying in. So he makes it a point to charge every fucking round, right? Because you had to be in combat then. Uh, first turn possible. he flew up, second he flew up, and oh, then wow. third he was in the
2: flank of the treekin. Okay, um, trying to help out the gorgon. <laughs> so he's moving the big horde across. And I had an eagle fly in front of him. This is, like, one of the key things. So, I had my eagles kind of set far back so he couldn't snipe them. Yeah. But then that also meant when I wanted to divert his big Uh units, I really kind of didn't have enough move to get close enough to him. So, I got, like, maybe four or five inches away. And then kind of set him up to divert. But, um so I wanted to divert him away from the Treekin-Gorgon-Doomball fight so he couldn't get his big block in there. Yeah. But the way it worked, I couldn't get close enough, so he was able to wheel in, and he did it because some people just move their unit in and then just slide them along wherever they, they right. want. That's not how you right. play. Right wheel to move in so he wheeled all from one side and the way it would work would be he would still be able to hit that tree kin unit in the corner okay that was involved with the gorgon and the doom Bull. so he probably would just broke them and i would have had all three of those units like 10 inches away from the juicy glade guard center <laughs> um so he angled him like fuck we ended up doing two wounds so the eagle can hold on a 3 I believe <laughs> for some reason or maybe it's snakes I can't remember but I roll like a 4 and then the second dice flew into his unit. So he's like, okay. So I'm going to pursue. I'm gonna like, hold on, hold on. So I'm like reaching into his unit. And he's looking at me like I'm a little crazy because I insist on <laughs> rolling this other dice. Pull it out and roll a one. I'm uh. like, oh, yeah, that's what I wanted to see. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to use my re-roll on this other one. Pick it up. Reroll it. It's a one. <laughs> <laughs> so the he's eagle staying. holds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's the turn the Gorgon falls. The Doom Bull uh, ends up uh, fighting against the the Treekin some more. But I get a second. I get like a unit of Dryads to move in or a second Eagle to stop him from getting in. Yeah. Um, so you chaffed up the horde. Yeah, I chaffed them up. The Doom Bull. At one point he's up to eight attacks, and I'm like, <laughs> fuck. These tree can just got to break so I can shoot them down. So he, they break. Uh, but the one big weakness with this prick, D6 pursuit. Yeah. <laughs> so tree can get away. So, like, if you're going against chaff units, like, you really got to kill them all or else gonna they're going to get up. away. And then, like, well, do you run them down for the shit points? So you got to get on to the juicy, the juicy stuff. Um, so he gets away, and then in my turn, the glaigan are, are with move up within short range and just shoot him down. Yeah, uh, he's only toughness five, with like a four up. Um, on the other side, my between my wild riders, dryads, eagles um, take out a bunch. Uh, his chariot, uh, unit of raiders. I get his level one. I get the razor gore. Um, the other unit, can takes out the razor gore and ends up charging into the unit. The big gore hurt on kind of the last turn. <laughs> and I put all my attacks on the BSB and took them out. Nice. Um, Thus
0: dropping their strength.
2: Yeah, but he ended up beating me anyways. But it was the last turn and I got away. So he ended up getting a few of my chaff. But I got, like, all of his chaff. The Gorgon, the Doom Ball, plus his BSB. Yeah. And ended up, it was ended up being a twelve-eight win. Twelve-eight, Raj. Yeah. So it was pretty, pretty cool. And actually, I was talking with Kevin later about his Doom Bowl and he said that was the only game that that Doom Bowl actually got shot out. Nah. And the rest of the games, he's just whooping ass. Because <laughs> even like if he, if he has one wound left, he said he'll just put him in because it will just do such a fucking hurting
0: on that unit. Like it's <laughs> totally worth it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. My game three against Paul Wagner of Wisco Dice fame. Rockin' Ogre Cheese. Two Iron Blasters. Three units of Mournfang Cavalry. All three strong. Only three. Three three strong.
1: Okay.
0: Horde of Ogres. 18 strong. Those were uh, regular Ogres, not Guts. Then he had a BSB. One Butcher, a Slaughter Master, and a Fireball. The gist of it was Ogre... 18 strong, plus 3 units of 3 Fang, and 2 Iron Blasters. And some characters thrown in just so he could do something in the magic phase. Uh, Once again, my death spells didn't do shit because... Well, (laughs) first turn I rolled snakes for the magic dice. Second turn I rolled... Three for the magic dice, and the game was over by turn three. Because. Yeah. Well, hold up.
2: Isn't rolling snakes good for you? Because you're going to get two or three power dice. Now that means I can get one spell off reliably. Yeah, which is about anyone can hope for in a decent magic
0: phase. Well, no. So what if did you I use I roll, your spell for? If I roll like an eight or a nine, then I'm probably going to end up with 10 to 12. If I roll eight, then I'm probably going to end up with 11 dice. So, how many spells do you get off normally, then? Because uh, it de- depends on the situation. I
2: mean, if you roll high, they're going to have the dice to stop the one spell that you want. Well,
0: there's always the fucking guaranteed early game. There's always going to be the dispel scroll. Mm-hmm. So, there's always one magic phase where you get one off. But after that, I'd say I get two off, at least reliably. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, anyways, I, I kind of held back. Like, I moved out my shit to the sides. My, like, my Senegor went out to the left flank, and... He just fucking trundled forward His one of his iron blasters. Uh, misfired on turn one and then couldn't <laughs> shoot. The other one did some shooting but didn't cause any damage to me, really. Uh, he was about, I don't know, mid-table. He, what he, but what he had done was he left all my units' charges on either an eight or a nine on him. So the best of gore and the gore could hit the big ogre star on an eight and a nine... Respectively, the Senegor could hit the flank of one unit of Mornfang who were to the left of that big unit of Bulls. So if I hit them, I could overrun into the Bulls, um, and then one of the chariots also could hit that same unit of Mornfang. So I just said I got a gamble here, and if I figured if I failed it, then I could just block them up with chaff to keep them off me for a turn. So it wasn't a really big gamble, anyways. So declared everything. Everything made it. So there's this huge battle in the center of the table. And I had doom and darknessed his unit of Mournfang, Uh that the Senegor hit in the flank. Mm-hmm. So between the Chariot and the Senegor, they did enough wounds to completely wipe out that okay. unit. and then over Was ran. that your first turn? This is my second turn. Okay. Overran into his unit of uh, Ogres, which had the Bestegor and the Gore in the front of it. The gore were hanging off way over on the other side. So even if I held this, I assumed he was stubborn. So I figured even if I hold it, those Mornfang hit me in the f- in the front in the gore. Not a huge deal because I got the Bestigore killing ogres and I'll rack up enough combat res. And then also there was another unit of Mornfang even further to the right, but I could plop harpies in front of them and distract them for a turn. But as it happens, they weren't stubborn. So between the Senegore, the Bestigore, and the gore... I did a fuck-ton of killing, and Mm -hmm. he didn't really do that much back. Ended up breaking them, catching them. Senegor couldn't move anymore. Um, But the Gore overran and ended up hitting those Mornfang, which ended up taking them out next turn. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: His other unit of Mornfang hit my fucking Harpies and then reformed facing the Gore, exposing their flank to the Ungor, who fucking went balls out and charged him in the flank. Mm -hmm. Um, Because by then, that was all he had left in the army other than the Iron Blasters. Um, so, Soul Blight later. I got a Soul Blight off on those mornfang. Ungor, break those mornfang. Fang. Don't catch them, though. Um, but next turn, I pursued them off. I believe they had a Doom and Darkness on them, and so they failed to rally. <laughs> so, Paul's coming a little too forward really cost him a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was no way that I could avoid that because I was like, well, if I get lucky here. And I figured I had a tournament reroll because I figured I'd probably make it... Senegor probably gonna make it. And then either the gore or the best of gore are gonna make it. So then the other one I can use the tournament reroll for. That was my plan. Mm-hmm. But when everybody just made it, I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> so Paul, he got a little distraught for a turn there. Did he? But he recovered. Twenty nil <laughs> to stinks. <laughs> oh! Fantastic game. For the for the Beastmen. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. We're gonna have to take a break then. Alright, so after game two, three there, we went out with McClure, Domus, Bar and Legend, and uh Skullbro Awesome, the, Skull the sexy Illinois awesome. Boys. yeah, it was a fucking good time, we went to Buca de Pepe and some Italian Eats, it was fucking good, oh dude, every time I go there I get that thing with the vodka sauce. Yeah, it's good. Turns it's out I got some kind of food allergy to that. So before we even left, <laughs> I was shitting my brains out, <laughs> <laughs> literally peeing out of my butthole, in my fucking bathroom. Excellent. I went in there because I couldn't hold it anymore, and I could see through the the door was really shitty to the stall. There's only one stall. There's a really really old man sitting on the toilet, where there's a cane next to him, and he's on a smartphone. And I'm like, "Dear God, old oh man!" <laughs> <laughs> I was almost gonna shit in the sink. I'm just cringing; it was so fucking awful. And eventually, I fucking got it out. Went back to the table and saw that McClure had ordered a giant dessert plate. So I started driving more food into me. <laughs> 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 it's fucking great. I had these. They had these beers. It was probably like. <sighs> I don't know, 36-ounce beers that were just massive, so I plowed down two of those, ate a bunch of pasta, had some dessert. <laughs> For a sweet deal of only a dollar an ounce. <laughs> I dropped 30 bucks there, but I think McClure spent a lot more than that, so mm-hmm. it was a good time, good company. Uh, yeah. So then we went back. I was kind of buzzed up when we got back. I thought another game of Warhammer was a good idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I caught a game against Ryan Nichols' uh, Demons. It's all-corn Demon list. That was a... I want to play him again because he beat me, but it was a really good time. Mm -hmm. I lost all respect that I had for the Blood Crushers. (laughs) They're fucking shit. Yeah, Yeah. especially when you Miasma them down to one and send a purple sun through them. (laughs) 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 But they still die in combat really quick. So yeah. But other than that, he beat me pretty solid. I started out pretty slow. I I did not. Yeah, you had no quite shit. Yeah, you were turning beard down.
2: the key when you're feeling shit is you just wait it out. Don't force it, and the second wind will arrive if you don't force it. Perhaps this is what I should have done, because where this tail ends, I was like,
0: <laughs> like in bad shape, and Raj was still pretty, pretty strong.
2: Yeah, so I was drinking sodas, and then kind of waited a bit, and then once we got back, I started cracking in to the remaining point ambers. Played some flux with the bear, not the bear. I'm
0: remembering things weird now. (laughs) (laughs) I think I drove about six of Ryan's Coors Light into me during our game of Warhammer.
2: (laughs) Mikko had a giant bag of Just a Hormel Hormel bag, bag. cooler bag, yeah. (laughs) Just completely packed with Coors Lights. And he lost the 30-pack on the first day. I'm pretty sure we went through it on the second day.
0: (laughs) Well, then, I'm not sure who it was, but some other guy bought him a 12-pack of some really good beer and a fucking fifth of whiskey. So after we Mm -hmm. ran out of the Coors Light, we started hitting those. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I didn't remember drinking any whiskey, but the next day
2: I uh, ordered a Diet Coke at a, uh, some Greek place. Yeah. And then I, as soon as I sniffed the Coke, like, it made me think of a whiskey and Coke. I'm like, oh, <laughs> Cringed. I have had man, whiskey <laughs> Coke at some point
0: <laughs> last night. But,
2: yeah, we fucking snuck on whiskey Dice for a bit.
0: Yeah, it was a good time. Coltsy left all of his shit set up, ready to go, so... No computer lock means other podcasters might scoop in on the shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then Let's see and what fucking, else. We just kept that going. Smoked a fuck ton of cigarettes. After we killed that other 12-pack Ryan head, we started drinking my PBR. <laughs> yeah. Fucking went till pretty much the hall closed.
2: I don't even fucking really yeah, remember. Yeah, I think we
0: left the hall around 2 or 2.30. Grant started, was the only one left, so I helped Grant take out the trash and then decided we should get out of there to get out of yeah. Grant's way. I remember going from room to room. Yeah, we went to Dan Rood was hanging out. So it's me and Raj, Dan Rood and Ryan Nickel. Dan Rood's hanging out. We went into Dan's room later on where Robert Elmer and his girlfriend were trying to sleep and Caleb was trying to sleep on the floor. So we're stomping around. You'll see all this in the <laughs> HPB's go to bits two summer Voodoo video. <laughs> Which will eventually land, but we fucking woke them up and then we went we went into Ryan's room where Mike Jordal was watching T V. Yeah. So messed with him for a bit Shattered him up Yep And we fucking headed head towards the way. Fucking center of the The courtyard event. At 3am We snuck into the pool area Where yeah. I was filming And I have a new tattoo So you can't swim When you have a new tattoo Or you'll fuck it up So Mm -hmm. that's kind of hosed up, but it did make for some pretty good video footage of these boners jumping the fence (laughs) and hopping in the pool. And then I knew eventually security was going to show up, so I was ready for them. So I filmed the whole security (laughs) throne stuff. (laughs) (laughs) And then... Excuse me, sir.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And
0: we walked out of there, went back to our room. It was about four in the morning or so. Uh Uh-huh. Still drinking wide open. Not such a good idea. (laughs) Eventually. It was five after four. I hit a wall. So (laughs) I got into my underpants, and I started brushing my teeth, and I informed everybody that once the teeth were brushed, I was going to put in earplugs and then get butt naked. (laughs) (laughs) So brush the teeth, was done. Off came the panties. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's like, "Oh!" <laughs> I couldn't hear what they were saying because I had my earplugs. Ain't nothing in. they haven't <laughs> seen before. It's true. So I just climbed <laughs> into the bed, and there was a couple of Weisenheimer comments flying around. So then I jumped up on the bed and did a naked gorilla dance. <laughs> Sadly, there is no video footage of. But <laughs> no. so these we'll guys will take your word for it.
2: <laughs> it's funny because. Like, I did not remember that at all. And then when you mentioned it the next day, like, I remembered it occurring, but I don't have any images at all of it, thankfully. There's just... No. What, Mike? I'm like, uh, Johnny, naked?
4: <laughs> Something weird. You did we yeah. you put your little dwarf into a little uh, gyrocopter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just doing this funny gorilla dance on the bed where I was jumping around, and uh, so yeah. I was like... <laughs> Those guys left really quick after that, <laughs> and then it wasn't 10 minutes later, because I just laid there all wired for a while, because I was really drunk and having a good time, just chuckling about all the stuff that happened, and then Raj comes back, <laughs> and then he goes to bed. Yeah. It was about 4.30 in the morning when the lights finally shut down, and 7 a.m. again, the alarm <laughs> Fucking two solid days of debauchery. Mm-hmm. Time to play more Warhammer tomorrow. Yeah. So, Somehow. it was a blast, though. Like I said, it was kind of fun. I, I got to stop hanging out with Ryan Nicollet like, because that's his bug eater like, and this one. He's the fucking. He seems like such a just a nice, quiet guy when
2: you well, talk to him. You he's know?
1: a
0: real booze hound, which it's, I appreciate.
2: It's like, like, so, like, um, you and me. Drinking on our own. We're pretty tame. But then you get us together, yeah. and it amps up by like a force of 10. And then Ryan Nichol is like the same yeah. as us. He's a multiplier. So, yeah. So now we're
0: at 100. Now we're at 10 times 10, which is 100. We killed a fuck ton of beer. Yeah. And I killed two packs of cigarettes that weekend. That's in fucking bitter pain by Sunday yeah. evening. He so. really. He's an honorary HPB for winning
2: one yeah. pack, of, but he really is... Deep down, I think. Uh, did we come up with a name? For no, him? I think we just call him the fucking demon. <laughs> that's what he is.
0: <laughs> the demon. <laughs> uh, all okay. right. Well, let's get on here. I yeah. did have one uh, one shout out I forgot to do earlier. Well, Tom Hale started himself a podcast over in the UK. It's called Six Dice Monkeys. I promised to make nice. him a shout out. So there it is, bro. Excellent. Mixed in with the middle of our tournament coverage. All right. This was the. What do you call diagonal. this? Diagonal. Diagonal deployment scenario. No reserves, though. Yeah, no reserves, and the objective points were for killing wizards, killing all the characters, and killing large enemy uh, point unit. Show. Okay. Raj.
2: So you were nice enough to wake me up about ten minutes before the round started. <laughs> I did not set an alarm or anything, so I would have slept through
0: It was fucking hilarious because I'm sitting there getting dressed. I was not hung over at all. It was amazing. I'm looking Mm -hmm. at Raj and he looks over and he's just got drool coming (laughs) the whole right side of his face. You fucking drooling bastard. (laughs) i has got (laughs) pretty fucking powerful drool going on. I I don't know if I have any video of this but you might Mm -hmm. see it or you might not. man. (laughs) So quick, get up. Basically put all my shit in a bag. I didn't
2: think he was going to make it. And walk downstairs.
0: I told him I was going to check out so he better bring all of his shit. Show up, <laughs> Gerald sees me.
2: He said that my hair was sticking up, <laughs> and I just had the fucking hugest grin in the world. i yeah, was so face. drunk.
0: Maybe that's why I was I still.
2: Yeah, yeah, I was fucking. I was feeling pretty good. Yeah, because you could. You were all giddy and shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I drew Andrew Ratman. He plays yeah, dark he's, elves, he's a good guy. and he's. I played him at Adepticon I put a good hurting on him. <laughs> so his list was something like uh, thirty corsairs, unit of crossbows, big ten man unit, a cold one Nights, a hydra cauldron, uh, level four, and then two two peg riders. So. I didn't like the look of the peg riders because I knew it would be pretty hard to stop them. But I don't – even the tree can probably aren't going to be – because I'm sure they both had one-ups. So anything I got in would take a while to grind them out. Um, So I deployed – I don't think I deployed the best either. (laughs) (laughs) I ended up deploying along the skinny – Edge of the the mm. triangle. To uh, try and stay away from the Hydra in yeah, yeah. the cold one nights. I think I, looking back, I should have deployed on the um, on the other side of the triangle, just the short short side. Yeah, where it's a little deeper, and I could have just deployed down and probably just shot at the Hydra first turn with getting strength four shots and hopefully killed it. Right. And then maybe work against the colon Because I was trying to stay away from them uh, as gives as many shots as I could against the Hydra before it came in. But first turn, he flew uh, flew across with his generals, or uh, the, the pegs. And then the second turn, he got his peg rider into the Glade Guard with my general. And there wasn't much I could do about it. <laughs> so first turn, I hold... I got Steadfast. Second turn, I have to issue a challenge with my wizard. Mm. So depending on how the rebirth goes with the two up mm. I could potentially be there for a long time. But I flanked them with some dryads <laughs> and... Actually, he did, like, one wound to the wizard. And then with the flank and stuff, I actually beat him. He had a stubborn crown, so he's stubborn. I think he was stubborn. Stubborn on a 9 or a 10. He rolled an 11, and he's out of BSB range. And I was like, oh, yeah! <laughs> but he had a reroll, and he used it for the 6. So he stayed. Second turn, uh, the other... The other peg rider came in, finished off the Glade Riders, or sorry, the Glade Guard. And basically, he's going to get the other units. I tried to slow him with the unit of Dryads. He popped through those guys. I charged Treekin in the rear of those fuckers. It would be like one wound. And because he was in the Glade Guard in the front, did so much damage, he fucking beat those guys and ran them down. So Treekin, we're fucking... Annihilated with that one unit, and then Treekin in the middle. Went up against um, Corsairs, along with the Tree Men. Put a good hurting on them, but he got a mind raiser. They were frenzied, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, didn't Everything just kind of fell apart after that. <laughs> I did put the Eagle Rider, and this is important for the fifth game, I put the Eagle Rider in the cauldron. Yeah. Because I know there's a lot of points in there, and the buffs kind of really slow down right. my trees from killing with the 5-up wards. So I put them in there to see if the Eagle Rider could kill that or not. Yeah, uh, they, got, they got a lot of attacks, but so I'm really resilient against Strength 3 because I got a 4-up armor and a 3-up ward. Uh, killed two of the attendants, and then I got taken down. Ooh. But I ended up taking down the Spearman to like two, two or three models, and the Corsairs down to two or three models. Okay. So I was close to getting those points. Um, but I didn't get it. I didn't get any points at all. I got nailed. Ugh. it kind of sucked because we were kind of far down in the middle room too. Because he had he had a big loss and two wins, and I was sitting the same as, as him at three wins. Okay, I knew I was not gonna be climbing up,
0: up any further than that. Because sure. there's no way I could get huge wins. I played against Nick Rodrigo. He's rocking dark elves as well. Unkillable Dreadlord on a peg. Supreme Sorceress. Imagine this sacrificial dagger. Uh, Had a Cauldron. 30 Corsairs. The Frenzy Banner. Shocking, I know. (laughs) Uh, Unit of 28 Dark Elf Warriors. The Banner of Flame. 14 Shooty Guys. uh, 20 Black Guard. That's probably 19 Black Guard. And the Black Guard had the Tower Master who had the Ring of Hotek. Again, that's a big surprise. And it really kicked my ass late game. But Double War Hydra. Sounds like a lot of fun in the sun, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm uh, shocked. Five shades, five harpies. So, uh, Whatever, I just set up about six inches back off the deployment line just to try and keep some distance. So I could maybe get some magic in on turn one. Mm-hmm. Um, he came forward. Uh, I was really desperate to kill a Hydra. One of those Hydras ended up passing two initiative tests for purple sun <laughs> I did end up taking out the cauldron last turn with a purple sun which is a good thing because I finally brought it back to a draw so it was getting beat upon um, the Senegor I, I did a spirit leech on one of the hydros did two wounds to it and then the Senegor ended up going in to its flank did eight wounds to it but he saved all of them but two fuck nice and then they grounded out for a few turns Senegor did end up killing it though oh my god yeah unheard of, right? Those Angors were fucking pretty awesome. They have such awesome distance they can cover. Mm-hmm. And if you can keep the General or or you roll, uh, re-roll Primal Fury, they're pretty awesome because they're almost guaranteed to make it um, to... I, people talk shit about them, but I really like them. Um, <laughs> anyways, the Gore end up getting fucking charged uh, in the front by the Black Guard. I wasn't too worried about it because I'm like, well, Gore can kill elves pretty well, but he ended up getting some fucking wait for it Laura shadow off <laughs> <laughs> shocking I know he uh, he had he knew what Laura death could do with the sniper spells, so he purposely set his big uh, his his sorcerer's up way in the back with the unit of spiral so I couldn't get anywhere near range with them sniper spells mm-hmm. um, which is really sad because I nah, really those are great for that pendant yeah so I needed the the uh, I, I ran a unit of harpies back there, and then I ran. He he was really whooping my ass good because he took out all the gore um, between the corsairs and the black guard, and then he was coming in on the best of Gore. Didn't end up getting them though, but uh, so I was getting desperate. So I had a razor gore who were coming in on the flank of the of the spear elves, mm-hmm. and then I had the harpies that were coming in on the front. So he reforms to face the razor gore and then I totally got into his head. So, the Razor okay. Gore charges him, and I'm like, "Yeah, he's coming in, sweet." Because his face, and I'm like, "I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna come in. I'm gonna put all my attacks on that Sorceress." I'm like, "You could flee," knowing that my harpies are right there. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Nah, I don't know. I don't think I want to flee. I think I can. I think I can hold it." I'm like, well, "Probably gonna kill the Sorceress, bro." He's like, "All right, <laughs> fuck it. I flee." <laughs> so he flees, and he's like four inches from the harpies. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, all right, Harpy's charged, they're dead. <laughs> totally wiped out that whole unit. Pulled it back to a draw. Fucking Dark Elves, man. I don't know. I don't find it very fun to play against because there's like those guaranteed things they're going to have, and there's never fucking variety to it. Mm-hmm. Always going to be this and never going to be that fun. Just the magic never fails. All Eternal right. Hatred is fucking shit, too, on the black guard. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 I ended up at a perfect 10-10 draw, but I did pull some objective points out of it, so that was all right. Thank God. What got, were the objective points for this round? Uh, killing a wizard. Got that because oh, yeah. I got into his head. <laughs> uh, that was the only one I got, but that was plus two Psychological points. Psychological warfare. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why he did that. Afterwards, he's like, you know, I totally saw that, but my brain just hiccuped on it. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, got in your head, bro. <laughs> but it was a fun game. It was hard fought. I don't know. I don't want to okay. ever fight Dark Elves again, though, because... <laughs> oh, okay. Zero variety. Well, on that note, going into round five. Round five. Wait. Scenario, bro. This is a... Watchtower. Watchtower scenario. And you got I, some objectives for being in the Watchtower at the end of the game. I was playing Dark Elves. I was playing Rocky from Club Auto Break. I right. played him before. Two Hydras, at, uh, Cauldron, Unkillable uh, Dreadlord, uh, Cats on Cracks. Boy! Similar. a <laughs> You fucking slow down! You're gonna get a speeding ticket. So he had <laughs> Corsairs, thirty-ish, okay, with the frenzy banner. Frenzy banner. Mm-hmm.
2: Spears with sacrificial Spearman. Sacrificial Spearman. Okay. Unit of black guard. A
0: unit okay. Of five,
2: five or six cold one nights. Oh
0: wow! Okay. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, with the character. Double hydra. Double hydra. Yeah. Caller. I'm um, trying to think where his characters were. I like Rocky, though. He's a good guy.
2: Shouldn't give him too much. <laughs> yeah, he's fine. He had, smoked uh, a lot of cigs. He also yeah. had a level two <laughs> fire mage going on. Oh, okay. So at least um, he... Um, and he had two units of crossbow mixed yeah. up in there. Okay. Um, So this one is pretty close. One thing that happened, which is unusual, is my shooting didn't put any wounds on the hydra before they got locked in. Rut
0: row. <laughs> so you're taking a strength five breath. weapon. Yeah, it.
2: and then I realized before I'd never actually gotten tree cannon with a hydra. They and they're fresh. actually quite shit at killing Hydras. <laughs> he fours the hit, fours the moon. he saves on sixes and fours. Yeah. So one Hydra ended up basically in combat with the unit of treekin for ten or eleven rounds of combat. Ground him down to just two tree kin before the <laughs> tree kin finally killed him. Yeah. I never did get the other one, but
0: they're messing around with some skirmishers in a wood. How many points are those treekin? 325 skunked by 175 yeah pretty much made worthless the one big thing
2: that turned this game against me was i wanted to put the eagle rider into the cauldron again because i was close last time and i'm like "Uh, i wonder if that's statistical that i'll be able to beat it or not so (laughs) i Flew past the, the Cold One nights. I could have went in the Cold One nights, which would have been a great target. Because I got a three-up ward. Um, but I'm pretty sure last time we played, he had a flaming banner in there. So I would have had a two-up with a great weapon. And I could have just plugged away at him and kept kept that unit away from my tree models. Yeah. As it was, over, I just flew over, bro. <laughs> <laughs> went into the cauldron and did not... End up killing the cauldron and got killed myself. And I went back. I was at work. The stats on that is about one wound each per turn, but the cauldron has four wounds and my eagle rider has three. So okay. if I'm going to do it, I need to have
0: uh, magic involved somehow. Yeah, but as you kill him, you reduce wound or attacks coming back. So yeah, account for that. Yeah. Okay.
2: Like I, with full full kit, I do like .9 wounds per turn, and at full, he does like point eight okay so I will not be charging my ego into a cauldron ever again <laughs> um, as it was then those those cold one nights were moving up to threats he had the black Guard there too. I'm like I just gotta I have to charge the tree man in um, put the tree man in I was hoping to kill two or three of them so when he came back with a mine razor, um, he didn't have that many attacks. Yeah. However, I killed one, so he still had five dudes. <laughs> came back with a cauldron, plus one attack, a mind raiser. Somehow, only did two wounds to the tree man, which are multiplied to four. And then his black guard came in, into the flank of the tree man. And the, the tree can end up killing all the black guard, because I had shot him up with the hail of doom arrow. But in the end of the game, it ended up being... Really interesting because he killed the tree man, overran to the tree kin with the black guard, whooped up on the tree kin, and then the last tree kin killed the, the last black guard. And then he ran down that tree kin, and I had my wizard behind there because um, I miscast real bad early on lost three levels and then level. I was moving up just to get within 18 of uh, the Hydra so I could cast a spell on it and try to heal a wound on my tree man it was my only goal. <laughs> so I got four knights in with my level four and it's on the last turn of the game I flanked the, the cold ones with my Glade Guard. So he's got a... I'm like, uh praying for like a miscast here. <laughs> it, the Awakening of the Wood is a direct damage so you can... You can cast it out of combat. say it is Corsairs available. So I'm like, come on, double six, double six. I'm like, I don't get it. But I'm like, oh, you said you had the Ring of Hotech. Ring of Hotech. I'm like, sure enough, there are some doubles in there. So that's probably one of the first times anyone was excited to see the Ring of (laughs) Hotech. So you miscast. So I miscast. So I was looking for uh, like a... Little strength 10, a big strength 10, a strength 10 in every model. <laughs> did not get any of those ones. <laughs> Rolled one of the higher ones. <laughs> but um, two plus ward saved the, the few wounds that came in. Uh, I did win combat, but I think he held. So <laughs> Ended up being he had a, he had a 12 out of eight. Okay. Um, so went down.
0: Yeah, went down. My last game against Dom Michael. Rocking ogres, a refreshingly slightly different ogre build. <laughs> this is like the RC cola of yeah. ogre builds. <laughs> <laughs> refreshingly much. different. Still lots of sugar, still lots of calories, <laughs> but just a little different. <laughs> <Just> a little <laughs> <lot of> different. <laughs> so we had a slaughter master on lower the maw, BSB, fire belly with a hell fart. Unit of twelve iron guts, two units of ten bar three solo saber tusks, four lead belchers. Four more cavalry, a stone horn, and the deuce iron blasters. So there's a building right in the center of the table that split up my battle line. This was the actual watchtower building. And it kind of hosed me up because like, I had to put the gore on one side or the other, and then the best gore kinda of had to come around the other side. So best I'm sorry, the gore were on the right side of it, and then the best the Senegor, everything else I had was on the left side of it, and he set all of his shit up on the le- on my left side of it. So that kind of left my gore with nothing to fight. Um, so they ended up just running forward, trying to go around the building and catch them in a flank, but they got tied up by the two units of Knoblars. so they never actually made it all the way around the building. Um, I, first turn, I moved a little bit forward, and then he kind of pussyfooted. Mm-hmm. And then second turn, I backed up a little bit. <laughs> All the time, I'm casting purple suns throughout this game. I think I cast four or five purple suns. Did not kill a single ogre. Just couldn't roll far enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and same for the sniper spells; they did absolutely nothing. Lord of Death was a big disappointment in this tournament. But uh, to reiterate, sounds like you had a lot of success with Doom and Darkness. Well, yeah. Game two, Doom and Darkness, or was it game one? That was started and off Soulbites. on a very high note. But anyway, so the support spells were yeah, helpful. The direct damage direct did attack. shit. Okay. But uh, anyway, so uh, he needs a, an 11 to hit my synagogue with his fucking Morn Fang. And nothing I could do about it. I'm like, meh. I left him that because I'm like, okay, fine, an 11. Who cares? So turns out, though, Idol of Gork is right there. <laughs> Because Alex Gonzalez made an idol of Gork oh, to put on our table. Oh, thanks, Alex. <laughs> so he fails it, but he gets to re-roll and makes it. Like, makes this fucking huge charge. Okay, so... Across the, the table, into the synagogue. Did this... Did they need to be there? Could they have been 13? Yeah, they could have been. <laughs> they could have been further back. It was just me trying to lure him out somehow. Okay. Um, figuring, you know, if he came forward, I could chaff him up and then hit him or charge him, whatever the fuck, but... Anyway, so he caught me out, got the Senegor with the Mournfang, overran them. Uh, I was still able to tie him up with chaff. Um, so they didn't really do shit, anyways, other than charge chaff all game. What? Well, but they did claim the Senegor's points. So then that left the Ungor and the Bestigor were pussyfooting back and forth with the Stonehorn and the big Iron Gut Block. Uh, he didn't want to charge, or he kept trying to charge and failing them, or chaff them up. Uh, one thing to note though like he had two units They were side by each and I chaffed them both up but they you know they're an inch away from each other so he goes forward and he can't close the door cuz his other unit's blocking mm-hmm. so I have to close the door on him so my chaffy redirection moves yeah, got totally careful. shut down yeah to watch the sides uh, but it didn't matter because at that point I mean they were the bestigor which were behind them panicked when I think it was the Morn Fang. Somehow the best court panicked. I don't fucking remember how. It doesn't matter. They ended up running through his Morn Fang like, to the backfield. Didn't matter by then because there's like seven of them left, anyways, because he'd been shooting the piss out of them. And he did a, three, a King Kong fireball on him, which took out quite a few. He's really concentrating fire and magic on killing those guys, and it mm-hmm. worked really well. They ended up fleeing through the Morn Fang to the back, rallied on the table edge. Uh, Got charged by the Stonehorn. Stonehorn ground out all of them except for my lord, and then my lord ended up dropping him in the second round of combat. Uh, That left my lord and my wizard on their own hiding behind a hill. In the center of the table, it ended up being his guts, or, yeah, his big gut star ended up charging, taking out the fucking Ungors. I couldn't get away. (laughs) And then it was the Iron Guts chasing the gore around the fucking building <laughs> in the center of the table until <laughs> he charged both the fucking cannons into the gore and then uh, I think I held on a steadfast day because he ended up doing a ton of wounds when he came in on the charge and then they ended up calling the game so in retrospect <sighs> I'm a real retard. <laughs> 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 uh, I, all I would have had to do was set up a little further back and not let those Mornfang get into me. And you have to try and control the charge against them because if you let them charge you, you're fucked bad. The downside is too big. Yeah, way too big because losing the Senegal, it's not it's not a big deal to lose the Senegal because they're not crucial to the plan, but it is when they're, now there's four Mornfang in your fucking backfield mm-hmm. and... um. Yeah, just fucking bad save affairs. Stupid idol of Gork. I blame Alex Gonzalez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, now it was nice to see my chaff move fail because you get so used to chaffing everybody up that like there's really no good play against that. You just put him straight one inch away, knowing that he has to charge you an overrun, and have to try and be out of his overrun is mm-hmm. the only other thing to do in that scenario. So. Pretty okay. rough. But anyway, so I ended up pulling a 15-5 out of that one, mostly because the gore was still alive, my BSP was alive, my lord and my level four were alive. You got 15?
2: No, I you? got five. Oh, okay.
0: So I lost those. So I went uh, three, one, and one at tournament. But uh, yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. Was- Don oh, was a good guy to play. Oh, the mighty have fallen. <laughs> 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 fucking ogres are broken, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was fucking it, man then we sat there and watched the awards and the fucking raffle heckled a bit there was some heckling in the back we couldn't hear i was up front because i was filming the affair so i didn't do any heckling but uh, brian moyer ended up taking best overall as well as best ogre mm-hmm. dennis went aussie dennis Took best general the and best VC. The BC. yep. Yeah, and then Kevin Bruins took best beastman.
2: Round three opponent.
0: Our Wausau friend, Mike Ballard, took best demons. He was in fourth place.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, the guy that kicked my ass last round took fifth. Meal actually came back to take sixth.
2: Yeah, my round two opponent. Pretty solid. Andrew Ratman, best Dark Elf General, got eighth, I believe. Yeah, That's eighth. the guy I played in fourth round.
0: Alex Nikotenko was seventh with best Orcs and Goblins. Ryan Nichol ended up in ninth. I ended up in tenth. I took best appearance. Yeah. Uh, Brian Burmeister took best High Elves at 11. Mike Gerald took best wars of Chaos. Domus took best Wood Elves at 13th place. Yeah, he played squishies. Uh, Relian. he took Best Skaven, came in 15th. McClure was in 16th place, took Best Sports with his Orcs and Goblins. It's pretty solid. Yeah. I was tied with him for sports. <laughs> yeah, you were. We had more battle.
2: Went for that fucking cauldron experiment.
0: Uh, Best <laughs> cast Wars was Chris Barnett. Best Lizardman was Mike Jorl. I think he was rocking the Kroxagor Horde again. Horde.
2: <laughs> he really likes it when
0: I say... He does weird things with his lizards. <laughs> uh, Shrobro over here took Best Dwarves and the Snorri Award, which is the Best-Themed Army Award.
2: Twice in a row. He's unstoppable. Two years running if with the same army. So, uh, hey, hey,
4: this army is a little bit different than last.
0: <laughs> uh,
4: Greg Person, he's
0: from Painting Table. He took Best Army, and uh, Player's Choice Award. And then Alan O'Brien took Best Tomb Kings. There's a lot of Tomb Kings at this event. Jake Murphy took best Brett and only Brett. (laughs) And Joe Flesh took the Hoodoo Voodoo Award for his grass skirt, being theme and in the fun of the season. Mm -hmm. That's the Grant Fetter Award. So, yeah, anyways, it was a good time. Fucking A. Yeah, man. It was
2: fucking fun. Got me pumped to work on demons.
0: (laughs) Yeah, just the
2: way with that scoring system, there isn't really any hope of clambering to the top. With the it was when the pool was a lot smaller, like there was only forty ish people last year. Yeah. But if you're doubling that up, you gotta win big or
4: <laughs> just forget about it. Yeah,
2: it's true. Um you gotta go hard. Go hard or go go. Or go, go home.
4: But that's not that's that's not fun in the sun, man. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, it
0: turns out it's fun for some people. <laughs> I don't there must not really be any comp. It's all player judged comp, so
1: yeah. So it's like you can so they didn't like yeah. turn
0: anybody away for anything so mm-hmm. but that's that's cool it
1: mm-hmm. is what
0: it is still made for a good time made me realize just how goddamn sick of playing Beastman i am <laughs>
3: that's
0: why yeah, i mixed bro. up the list a little bit but i wish i had a painted Doomball on a fucking carpet because i try it just for something different mm-hmm. but meh, meh. bsb bro it's make a bsb and a carpet BSB.
2: It's my PSB. is just flying around.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we don't need rerolls over here, bro. I'll
2: provide support to the Senes. fucking <laughs>
0: ace in the hole here. Synth-gore. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, that's it. Let's fucking wrap this up, bud. Yeah, dog. Any final words? Parting thoughts? Guests? Um, boys, suck my balls. <laughs> All <right>. Bear's done. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Legend. My balls still need to be sucked, but Bear's going to get on that later. Nice. That nice.
0: All right.
2: Suck my balls. Piss my fucking bees. Look at us, a couple of
3: yardies.